Welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about the season seven premiere, episodes one and two, Standing in the Dark. It was a rough one to watch, but Kelsey, will you please, oh my God, the summaries on the wiki are like two sentences long. Okay, read this. Can you read the summaries, please? Sure. Although I'm just reading note final appearance of Alex Nunez for wait, where? Oh, episode three. Oh, no. Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess well, we'll see. We'll get, uh, I don't want to do her eulogy yet. Me neither. I might actually cry. All well, right. Sorry. Episode one has first appearances of Sav Vandari, Bruce the Moose, <laughs> Anya McPherson. I don't remember Anya being there. I think yeah, she, she, she I guess shadows she's Holly J. In the background. She Holly J. Sinclair and Jane Vaughn. So that was exciting. Hooray. But anyway. Right. Okay. So. When Darcy, Degrassi's God-loving spirit squad captain, chooses her bad boy boyfriend, Peter, that's a lot of, all right, chooses <laughs> bad her, boy boyfriend, <laughs> bad boy boyfriend, chooses her bad boy boyfriend, Peter, over her parents, she finds herself in scary, uncharted territory. That's not really what, I mean, I mean, she chose to go snowboarding with Peter and her friends instead of like a choir retreat or whatever. Yeah, but okay. Okay. When abstinence pledged Darcy wakes with the hangover, she knows she had sex, but everything else is a blank. I mean, that's accurate. I guess. I guess. Why do they keep describing her as God loving? Like they're just really trying to. They're just jam hammering it in there. home the point that it's even more awful because she pledged abstinence. I don't know. I don't know if that's the implication they're trying to have. Um. But anyway, the episode is called Standing in the Dark, which is named after a song slash album by a band called Platinum Blonde that came out in 1983. Um, I've listened to it once and it's like pop rocky new wave, but I guess it, it definitely makes sense for the this episode because uh, Darcy's kind of in the dark about what happened at the party. And she's kind of stuck there, and it's sad. Poor Darcy. Yeah, this is uh, a real bummer of a season premiere. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I teared up a lot. Um, I actually didn't. I'm surprised that I didn't. Yeah. Am I dead inside? I don't think so. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm just checking. Um. But anyway, the episode starts with. There's a Lakehurst bust, and I forgot that. So we are officially merging with Lakehurst in the middle, like right after Christmas break. And I forgot that Lakehurst burned down, and that's why they're merging with Degrassi. Well, they had to do something to make it interesting. Yeah. Um. So Lakehurst has burned down, and now they are here, which is exciting. It's adding some new people. Um. Also, can we just get into fashion, please? Manny's because hair is goddamn a goddamn Manny's hair. Oh. It's so bad. It's a goddamn disaster. Manny, why did you try to go blonde? Why? And the bangs, oh. they're so big. They go so far back on her head. And they're so floofy. And her hair is not blonde. It's like... It's, it's like orange. It's that, yeah, it's it's that like... Um, what's that, that color called? Yeah, it's, it's like that... I don't know. It's not good. It doesn't look good. It's like obviously dyed. It's like that bronzy color. Yeah. Yeah. Of someone who bleaches their hair when their hair is like naturally very dark. And it's like, oh, oh no. It's bad. It doesn't look good. It's really bad. Um, Like it looks like she might have done it at home. Like that's the color that would have emerged. Yeah. It's not great. Um, anyway. Everyone's um, Toby's in, hair is spiky now. Everyone's wearing a lot of winter wear. Like Manny's wearing super long fingerless gloves with a t-shirt underneath a sundress over tights. It's a whole that's a weird look she wears in the mm-hmm. first scene. Um, I like Ms. H's new hair. She oh, has yeah. a haircut that's good. Peter has new hair and it looks pretty good on him. Um, Manny's sparkly indoor scarf and t-shirt combo is so 2007. Totally. Um, 
Johnny DeMarco is here with his beanie. Oh, stupid hat. Um, there's an extra that walks past in the cafeteria that straight up has an afro pick in his <laughs> hair. Um, um, Jane ha- is wearing her combo, uh, uh, her like camo beanie. Yeah. Um, Liberty looks amazing. I love her hair, like pulled yeah. back, like her hair and looks down. Good. And her makeup looks great. Really good. Um, Jane's hair is green. I don't know. It's a, it's not a change. It's the first time we've met her, but it's green. <laughs> Darcy's hair looks amazing. It looks really good this entire time. Oh, she's wearing like an Argyle Roxy hat when they go to the mountains. Oh, yeah. I had that down too, the Roxy hat. Manny's wearing a hat also, but it does not look like a hat that would be like actually helpful in weather. Right. But even though I hate her hair and the hat is very dated, I thought her hat with like the brim and the pigtails look was cute very cute um jane wears a camo like black and gray ski jacket because duh um i liked liberty's like outdoor outerwear look with her scarf and her coat when he she was like talking to toby when he's playing street hockey yeah i like darcy's um camo shirt that she wears to the party actually yeah oh holly j has like mega side bangs Holly J. Ellie's hair looks good too. Mark Marco's hair is like especially spiky now. Like, but like he, he hasn't put anything in it. It's just like that's the haircut. It was a little weird. Jesse's hair is also still kind of long. It's too long. He needs a haircut. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, also Darcy's wearing that dumb hat um in part two at the beginning. That like golf hat. <laughs> yes, I I'm gonna mention it every time she wears it because I hate it so much. Ellie's cute, just in general. Um, Danny's hair is like looks slightly more controlled, even though it's still kind of like puffy. Oh, I like Darcy's um, like blue sweater that she wears when she goes to get tested for STIs. I think that's. Oh, at the end, Marco's wearing a shirt that says "I'm fantastic," <laughs> and there's a picture on a fox on uh, like underneath it. I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. So oh, I'm like, is, is this is a fantastic, fantastic Mr. Fox? Fox? But I don't, I don't know, know if that came out yet. Well, isn't that based on like a book or something? Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So maybe it was like pre-movie. But yeah. That's all I got. Me too. All right. Um. So we're arriving at school. There are 126 days until graduation. Um, But... Darcy, Manny, and Emma are all like walking up to school and they're like, uh, ever since, like, why are you dating his evil highness or something? Referencing Peter, of course. And Darcy's like, he's been tamed by love or something like that. Whatever. <laughs> and they're like keeping things going, except it's still a secret to their parents. And I guess just Peter has still just hasn't been sent to boarding school for a reason we that doesn't get explained to us yeah and darcy says why is it so bussy which i'm like is that are you trying to do a busy bussy no she's not that smart no i don't think so i think she's just like there's lots of buses around here and then yeah that's when we find out that lakers got burned down yeah um and then the new theme song plays and there are so many new people in it which is kind of exciting exciting like although i was sad that Mia is in the theme song, but we didn't see Mia in this episode. And although I'm sure there will be a whole other de- like episode dedicated to the fact that like all these Lakers people are coming to school and she used to go to Lakehurst. Um, Did we not see Mia at all? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Um, also, Derek and Danny have the mascot head now and it feels I like an insult it. to I JT. I hate it. Um, I'm excited about Jane being here, though, too. I'm actually not that excited about Jane. At least I feel like I am. I don't think I like Jane. What? I feel like I do, but I don't remember. <laughs> I like I like Holly J. I don't know. And I love Sav. Sav is so pretty. Oh, I love Sav. Sav is here. He's, he's so, so pretty. So Although pretty. he's wearing a trucker hat in the cafeteria. I mean, 2007. Yeah, that's very true. Punk'd Although that's still around. a little later. Yeah, because yeah. Punked was earlier. Punked was like 2003 or four, maybe. Yeah. It's probably closer to that. I mean, he still shouldn't be wearing a trucker hat, but he's still so pretty. True. Um, But anyway, so after the theme song, 
they they there's an assembly explaining the Lakers thing. And then while this is happening, Peter and Darcy are fighting about the fact that they're still keeping their relationship secret because Darcy doesn't want it to be a secret anymore, but Peter wants it to be a secret because he still technically isn't allowed to have a girlfriend per his parents. and Which is a weird rule, but fine. And poor um, Manny is stuck in the middle of this fight. Yeah. And she... And, like, also... Darcy's like, you just want to hit on Lakehurst girls, basically. And he does not say no. <laughs> he's terrible. Um, he's the worst. And Manny does not want to be there. No. Um, and yeah, but she's like, M- Manny starts off by insulting Peter and talking about like all the shitty things he's done. And he was like, I'm not like that anymore. And also I'm right here. And I was like, dude, that was no, like five minutes ago. It was ago. like a year ago, maybe. Like, not you're still even. terrible. Um, and then slash earlier that year was like when he, you posted all that shit on my room. Oh my God. Anyway. Dumb. Um, then after the assembly, Johnny DeMarco was like walking outside the assembly and Mr. Simpson like tries talking to him about something or does he run into him? He's talking. Well, no. All right. So Mr. Simpson is talking to Toby and he's like, Toby, it's the last semester of you being my tech guru. And Toby's like, yeah. And then, like, DeMarco walks by and is like, digi-wiener, whatever that fucking means. Because um, all these people are dorks. And and then Snake is like, DeMarco, did you say something? And then Toby gets in his face and he's like, no. And he leaves. Yeah. Toby is very upset about him being there, obviously, because he was there when JT got stabbed. Um... And he probably blames him partially. Although, to be fair, I don't think there's anything Johnny DeMarco could have done about his crazy friend. And no, because he was a lunatic. And he even when he brought out the knife, he was like, dude, what are you doing? And also, he is a child who, like, I feel bad for Johnny DeMarco because he literally witnessed a murder. And he probably needs to be going to therapy. And I don't know if he is. I hope he's okay. I'm, I a little, he's, I'm a little worried about Johnny DeMarco. I'm worried DeMarco. about Johnny DeMarco because he also is probably being so demonized because he was friends with Drake. He was there when it happened, but he also like didn't really have anything to do with it. Like he was an innocent bystander, I guess. And like I feel like he like he needs help. He needs that he needs to talk to Miss Sauve and because he's probably getting all of this negative attention to him when he is also going through a lot of shit yeah I I do I feel bad for him I don't know I mean and he does like start off by trying to like have he a does. with Toby he clearly like doesn't want to talk about this anymore because it's a terrible thing like he also experienced a tragedy in a different way and he clearly wants to put it behind him and he doesn't want to talk about it anymore but, like, people won't let him forget about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, he also, I mean, can you blame them? He was. No, I mean, but it makes sense. It totally makes yeah. all of the sense. Yeah, it just sucks. Like, when I probably originally watched this episode, all these episodes, I probably was like, fuck you, Johnny DeMarco. I hate you. Oh, my first note about Johnny DeMarco is, fuck you, DeMarco, because he's, <laughs> like, immediately mean to Toby. I'm like, really? Are we going to start here? But then, like, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't hate you anymore. Um, but then we're in the cafeteria and Sav is there Sav. and so Manny pretty. immediately spots him and is like, Ooh, who was that? <laughs> to which we all say same. same. And then she goes over and is like, Hey, mind if we join you? And like, he gives her his seat and then he, he's sitting with Jane and he's like, we were just talking about like going snowboarding this weekend. And Jane is like, but I was saying that that's a dumb idea or something. I don't really remember She's why like, she didn't want to go. I was saying that nobody would want to come, which like I find hard to believe yeah. because they're in Canada. Also, they got a lot of people to go. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> seem like it was, was that hard. I don't think that was all Manny. No, and it's it's not like a not fun thing to do. They're not like asking them to join chess club. This like, is also in the heyday of like Billabong and Roxy and exactly. all of that shit when like I feel like snowboarding was very quicksilver. And yeah, at this point in time. Yeah. That like I feel like people would totally have been on board for that. Especially, yeah, because they're in Canada and it's winter. It's if anything, it seems you, like the ideal thing to do. If you live near skiing, 
you like want to go, you think it's cool you want to go skiing I grew up like really close to Tahoe and like my school had a ski and snowboard team and even though I I didn't I tried snowboarding I tried skiing but I ended up not liking it but I still like wanted to try it because it was like the cool thing to do yeah I skied for a while um I've never been cool enough to snowboard but I skied <laughs> for a while because we're not far from mountains and, like, we used to, like, there was, like, a club that I was in in, like, junior high that we went. But then I turned, like, 13 and I was, like, oh, no, I'm aware of my own mortality. And I stopped, <laughs> basically. I was, like, this is dangerous. And I became afraid of all things. I stopped because I was just, like, I hate this. This is too hard. And bye. I quit. <laughs> I, wanna, I was just lazy. <laughs> I kind of want to try snowboarding. Though. I didn't care about it enough to, like, get good at it. I could, like competently get by but i wasn't like amazing at it I, I think i would like to try snowboarding i'm also not great at balance so yeah i mean maybe one day i'll take you home we can go to tahoe okay <laughs> um my dad is a big snowboarder and so is my brother i'll go snowboarding with your dad i love <laughs> your dad and if we hate it we can just go hang out in the lodge and drink which is what I prefer to do anyway. I'm on board for that also. Um, But yeah, they're like snowboarding. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd be so down for that. Right. Um, And then, but then um, Holly J comes walking by and she and Darcy like immediately get into it. I think like somebody bumps into somebody. I don't well, really remember no, what happened. Manny is like. Why do I think everyone's bumping into people? <laughs> they kind of are. Well, Manny is like. We would be super interested, right, Darcy? And Darcy's like, well, I have church camp. And Jane is like, um, sorry. Or like a church retreat or whatever. <laughs> and then Holly J says something snide about it. Right. And then she says something about her, about like um, Darcy's like ex- extensions. Right. And then Darcy says something about her rump because Darcy doesn't <laughs> know how to talk like a normal teenager. <laughs> Um, and then they, and then like Holly J like throws that, like knocks Darcy's tray to the ground. And right. I'm like, Holly J is ready to throw down and I am <laughs> here for it. Holly J is messing around. <laughs> she is like on the defense already and I'm here for it. Um, and then, but then Miss H like calls Darcy over the speaker to her office and Holly J is like, oh, I thought you were perfect. And that's a whole thing. But, the whole damn thing. Um, but then also in the cafeteria, Liberty is like sitting by herself and eating and Toby comes up to her and is like, I can't believe Laker- they would let Lakers come here. Like the guy who killed JT is from Lakers and fucking and he like is going on a rant and and liberty says i feel a podcast coming on and we find out that toby has a podcast but also has a terrible microphone (laughs) we'll get to it oh also holly j calls him a toad and at first i thought she said tobe and i was like how does she already know his name and i was like oh Oh, no she meant toad she's okay um and then liberty is just like Toby, you need, like, she quotes Martin Luther King Jr. And she's like, let it go. Lakers did not kill JT. One guy did, and he is in jail now. Like, you got to learn to let it go. And she's being very mature about it. She's the best. Um, Also, that is a super long quote to have, like, memorized, <laughs> ready to go. That's very true. But it's Liberty, so, of course, she knows that quote. Um, And then... What is Wanna Go Bust Heads from? Sorry, I'm looking at your notes. <laughs> it's when they're playing hockey oh um anyway so then they go to miss h's office uh darcy and peter are there and she's like peter told me that you guys needed to tell me something and then peter is like okay so you know how i like ketchup on my broccoli it shouldn't work but it does but i don't know long story short we're dating darcy's like so what he's trying to say is that we're together hope that's cool (laughs) and miss h is like i mean Sure. She basically is like, well, how is it okay with your parents? Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, as long as we're chased, they don't care, which is a lie. But also, like, kind of gross that you're bringing that up with your boyfriend's mom. Yeah. Like, um, even if even if m- me and whoever I was dating were, like, being chased, chased <laughs> I would not be like, so we're not having sex. <laughs> FYI finger guns 
Oh, that makes me uncomfortable. Right? Um, it's not but, great. But she, like, approves. And and then Darcy okay. gives her, like, a very inappropriate hug. Um, But then Toby is, I think it's, is this after school? Yeah, Toby is being fearless and getting right up in Johnny DeMarco's face. And Johnny DeMarco is like, can we just, can we just truce? Sorry, I just looked at your notes again. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It says, want to bus heads? Stop. <laughs> oh, you read the rest of that one part? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> My notes are gems. See, this is why you need to donate to our Patreon page, because then you get sent our notes, and they're all great. Uh, sorry, you were saying you were outside with Johnny DeMarco. And he's, like, trying for peace, which is nice. He's like, can we just, like, call a truce? I have to like, be here no, now. Never. I don't know. I'm just like, Toby, why are you seeking him out? This No good can come of this. Um, But then we are at cheerleading. I yeah. Um, and Manny, I just know Manny and Darcy are t- chatting about like how Darcy and Peter are like official now. And- well, it starts with Holly J saying that now that they're, you know, they have to be like on the same squad, she should be co-captain, which like I wrote, she should be co-captain mostly to remind myself, not because I actually think that Holly J should be co-captain, but I think that they should like try to audition like the Lakehurst girls to see who can be co-captain or like whoever was captain before should be co-captain like just for the sake of everyone like being on the same team yeah but Darcy is immediately dismissive but I'm also like confused about why they're merging teams because they're saying like they're staying there until the fire damage is like repaired which makes it seem more temporary but I mean I mean, we I'm know, assuming we that, know that it's not. No. But I mean, maybe they're assuming that it's going to take at least the rest of the semester and they don't want, you know, them to lose out on. Right. But why wouldn't they just practice separately? Not enough time or space. I guess so. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I don't know. It's a flawed system. <laughs> Isn't it always? But um, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. and then Darcy and Manny are talking and Manny is way too cool with this whole Peter yeah, thing. Yeah, I wrote down Manny is weirdly cool with Darcy and Peter. Um but then I think after practice Darcy's parents are like picking her up and they run to Peter and Miss H and Miss H is like, "Oh, nice to meet you. I'm the principal and I'm Peter's mom." And they're like, "Okay, we know who Peter is." And they're obviously not thrilled with him. And she's like, "Oh, I figured we would meet because our children are dating now they're like oh no 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 she cannot be dating him he's a terrible person aren't you the person who did all of these terrible things and i'm like yes thank you this is how people should be reacting to peter yeah i mean darcy's parents suck as much as i expected them to but also they're making excellently valid points they're extremely reasonable about peter until they be like maybe if you and his dad weren't separated he would be better i was like okay that was over the line but up until that, they were making valid points. Exactly. Um, and then I wrote, wow, Peter, like, way to stand up. Because he was because when they were talking about the photos thing, he was like, that was her idea. <laughs> Peter, <laughs> come on, bro. Not helping yourself out. Um, but then after then after this happens, Darcy decides to fake sick on this church retreat so she can go snowboarding. So she does that. And... And she does some T9 texting. It's great. And then, yeah, and then she gets there and, like, she's like, where are you? Peter's not here. What's happening? It's, like, a whole thing that I don't care about because he eventually gets to the mountain. Um, And then, but before we see the mountain, we find out that Toby actually started a podcast. He truly has a podcast with a really bad microphone. And is it called The Grapevine? It is called (laughs) The Grapevine. I saw it when he was uploading it the second time he recorded. Also, he records and then immediately uploads it. There's no editing that goes into it. Which I guess is a choice. Yeah. Although he is using like a really old version of GarageBand. So that was fun to see. Yeah. And just the I cannot emphasize how bad this microphone would be. <laughs> it's it's like a it's Bluetooth so, like that you talk on the phone in the car. It's like a headset. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like not a Britney good. Spears microphone. But like only on one ear. 
I don't know. It's, it's bad. Bizarre. It is like an old school like Bluetooth headset thing. Yeah, it's a weird choice. Um, it's weird. But then we're on the mountain and there's like a snowboarding montage. And Manny makes a face to which we both say same. Yeah, because like Darcy and Peter. Yeah, they kiss and Manny makes go like, <laughs> and we're like, yes. Um. But then... But the snowboard montage did look fun. Like, did. I was like, oh, I genuinely want to be there doing this. This looks like <laughs> a good time. Uh, but then we are with Toby and Danny and Derek and other people, and they're playing street hockey. I was like, I guess Toby plays street hockey now. And Liberty comes by and is like, so I heard your podcast. Oh, yes, because Toby's podcast is basically just him ranting about Lakehurst. And... Sounds real interesting. She's like, I heard your podcast, like so much for peace like you're just like how is calling them names going to help anything which is fair um and then and then like grade nine lakers people walk by their hockey game and then i think that's when danny's like want to go bust heads yeah which i was like stop and they're like no let's not um also why are you gonna pick on freshmen yeah well because it's danny and Derek. Mm. Um, but then we are at like the party after the snowboarding day and I don't know. Then Peter and Darcy start making out and it's gross. And they like find a private room. It is like maybe the most like graphically sexual that Degrassi gets because it's very. That's true. Because Degrassi is very like implied but there's mostly just like a lot of kissing and the intensity of the kissing is supposed to imply how far it goes and then it like (laughs) cuts away but he like full-on grabs her butt and we see it happen yeah and like picks her up and throws her on the bed and like gets ready to go down on her (laughs) or gets ready to like unbutton her jeans he at least slides way he does slide way down to do that though it was i'm yeah just it made me uncomfortable. It also made me uncomfortable. And I was like, this is this is a lot. This is the <laughs> most that Degrassi has gotten. And then so while they're making out and he does that, Darcy's like, um, hello, you know about our above the waist rule. Like, no, please. Like, we're not doing that. And he's and, like, come on. Oh, he's the worst about it. And she's like, it. you know, I took a vow of abstinence. I don't want to do this. And he's like, you know what? Well, I didn't take a vow. And then he and she's like, um, get the fuck out of here. And she kicks him out of the room. And I'm like, thank you, Darcy. Also, he says something terrible, which is he's like, you said you'd make it worth my while. Oh, I hated that. And she's like, I meant like I would spot you your ski pass, you idiot. Oh, I hate him. Oh, she does not owe you sex, you disgusting person. It makes me mad. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Um. Oh, and then he's like, sorry. I was like, cool, sincere, sorry, dude. Uh, but then we are in a pool hall. <laughs> a very brightly lit pool hall, I would it's say. It's like an oddly lit pool yeah. hall. It's like, it's very bright, but it's like green inside. Din- it's like dingy, but well lit yeah (laughs) it's somehow both of those things (laughs) and toby comes to the pool hall to find johnny demarco to oh yeah because what liberty was like come on like don't rant about this this isn't going to help anything you should make peace and he goes to this pool hall and they're like oh we heard your podcast i'm like i like how literally everyone has listened to his dumb podcast i know i was like why are all these people listening to toby's podcast (laughs) why is his podcast so popular and my question is, <laughs> is Toby's podcast more or less popular than this podcast? <laughs> if Toby has more listeners than we do, I'm going to be very upset. I don't know how many people go to Lakers Degrassi. I don't know. I mean, Toby's podcast seems like something that would be like that one ranting episode would probably be really popular and maybe like the one he releases later would be. But then once it's not like controversial anymore, then nobody's going to care about it. That makes me feel better. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's like how our first episode has like a lot in our like re- in and our, it our, drops our, off. <laughs> and our uh, what is it? Our throwback Thursday one has a lot. Yeah, because that's new class. When we get to new class, it'll be fine. Oh, but yeah, Johnny DeMarco. Two years. <laughs> and we, you guys, we did the math. It's going to be a while. Um, 
but then he's like oh but like he's like forget about the podcast like let's make peace like what about the treaty and then johnny and mark is like treaty's off the table wiener he keeps calling him a wiener and i'm like why because these people are dorks (laughs) it was the same thing with jay they're dorks they're like and also just like pack of goons they're like that's what they are I'm glad you uh, like that. But they are. I just think of like little bunny foo-foo. <laughs> That's what they make so me think of. turned into a goon if he keeps bopping the Missy mice on their head. <laughs> I was transported back to childhood very briefly. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Um, And they're like, nope, no peace treaty. Um, and then he bails. Oh, and also... Yeah, when Toby comes in, Johnny DeMarco is like, you're either very brave or very stupid. And Toby's like, kind of (laughs) both. And I'm like, this is fact. (laughs) True. Um, But then we're back at the party and Darcy and Manny are talking and she's like, oh, my God, Peter just tried to make me do things. And Manny's basically like, color me surprise. And... And then Darcy gets real shitty real quick. And then Darcy is like, I mean, I don't know why he would do this. Like, I wasn't ready. He knows I don't want to do this. And then, like, at first, it's like she's confiding in her. She's totally justified not being ready to have sex. Yeah, she's of like, course. It's not that, it's not even about the pledge that I'm not ready. Like, I think she says something like that. And then she And says, then she does say she wants to wait until marriage, which I feel like is kind of an arbitrary amount of time. Yeah. Um, but then she's like, I'm not like you, Manny. Like I, I have, I have morals and self-respect and Manny's like, um, if you're going to be judgmental, I'm going to leave. And she does because she's being a fucking asshole. Yeah. And Manny does not fuck around. No. She's like, if you're going to be shitty to me, I am going to bail. Yeah. I, I'm going to remove myself from this narrative. (laughs) To which I say, respect Manny. Um, but then Darcy goes to the bathroom and she leaves her drink on a table outside the back bathroom. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that, please. No, no, no. Here's no. a PSA from us to you. Never, ever, ever, ever. Leave your drink unattended. Ever, ever. No. Ever. No. I remember no. I remember being in sixth grade and I was going to go to a school dance because that was the last time I went to school dances. Um... <laughs> when we had them a lot and, <laughs> and that's when I went to them. Um, but I was talking to my mother and she sat me down and I didn't understand why she said this to me. Cause I didn't know what she meant, but she was like, I need to tell you a thing now and you need to remember it forever. Yes. Never ever leave a drink unattended. Always be able to see your drink. Never don't be able to see your drink. I'm like, and I think my response was, because people might spit in it <laughs> because oh. I was 11 yeah. and she was like, whatever gets you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it makes me so sad that that's a thing we have to like perpetually warn women about, but it's the way the world is. Ugh. Um, But then, so then she goes to the bathroom and then like the next scene we see that she is very intoxicated or something and then Peter stumbles in. He's also he was, very intoxicated. He was drunk outside. Yeah. And then he decided to come inside. And then he, she's like sitting on the couch and he like stumbles over to her and is like, I'm sorry that I pressured you. Let me tell you a secret. I am a virgin. And I'm like, no shit. It's like, of course you are, Peter. Um, And then we mu- saw you in a wife beater. And the- <laughs> And the music playing in the background is so emo. It's crazy. It's good. It's great. I love it. And then they're like, let's not fight again. And I, they seemingly make up. And she but and he she, like, she falls asleep and he has to like throw up. So he runs away. Yeah. And he leaves her. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Oh, um, but then, and then the next scene, Toby goes to JT's grave and I am not prepared for it. Me neither. Um, I went from being like worried for Darcy to like sad about JT again. And Toby goes to his grave and like starts talking to him about how hard things are about this Lakehurst thing. He's like, how are they allowed to walk these halls and you're not here to do that? Um, And then 
he apparently turns this conversation with JT into a podcast to try to like... Which is a pretty good idea. Yeah. And it's like, it's a great idea and it's probably going to smooth things over. And as soon as he starts, as soon as he stops talking, he publishes it to the world. Um, No, any edits. No edits at all. And he doesn't even listen to it back. (laughs) He's like, and done. Published. (laughs) It was um, a simpler time. Yes. And then, oh, but then the last scene, Darcy is being led into the room by a faceless person, and it's terrifying, and I hate it. I hate it. My it, note was just like, no, 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 no. I just wrote, no, in caps. And then part two is Darcy wakes up in the bed, and Peter is next to her. Um and she's freaking out she's like oh my god did we have sex we had sex i know we did like i can't believe this happened and peter's like did we did we i don't remember yeah. and she was like you were there and it's like was he no he wasn't uh, oh it's so sad i hate it and then literally but peter is trying he is peter is actually pretty okay in part two yeah he's like i know well this is this is peter's thing he is really good in a crisis he is really bad when he is bored or when he is being threatened yeah. in some way bored or threatened he sucks if someone else is in a crisis he he's is good. like in that's it. true yeah it's his one redeeming quality <laughs> um that and then, good hair and um, but then we are at cheer practice and Holly J is like not keeping up with things. And she's like, it's hard to remember or it's hard to memorize mediocrity. Um, Which is such a Holly J thing to yes. say. And then Darcy confides in Manny about what she thinks happened the night before. And Manny is like, it's okay. Like, cause she thinks that she and Peter had sex and she's very upset about it because that's not how she wanted it to happen she wanted to wait and she's confiding in manny and manny is like don't worry about it girls are allowed to have secrets like no one's gonna find out and even if they do you'll be fine like it's like manny is the right person to talk to about this totally because if anyone knows that you can be judged and slandered and whatever and still come out live through it looking great it's It's Manny. manny um and yeah, so Manny has is just there for Darcy this whole time, and it's great. But then we are at... Oh, also, mm-hmm. I just... I thought it was funny, but not funny, that Darcy is, like, talking to Manny, like, I'm so worried about being judged, when it's, like, literally all she has done with Manny from day one is judge her openly and loudly. Oh, yeah, she does apologize, though. She's like, I'm so sorry, Manny, that I said that to you. Like last night or something. I'm pretty sure she apologized. Yeah, but what about all the other times that she said it? You know, and now that it's her, she's like, come on, Darcy. Yeah, but the great thing about Manny is that she's not going to judge her back because she's fucking the best. Um, But then we're at Marco and company's house. Alex lives there now. Yeah, and... Paige is like, gotta get to the t-shirt company, which I just realized in this episode was called Squatch Designs. Did we know that before? I think we did, but it was still dumb. (laughs) Didn't remember that. And Paige is like, off to work or something. And And then she's like, Marco, what would I do without you? I'd be sad and lonely with many cats. (laughs) Which I'm like, that doesn't sound like the worst part. (laughs) And then Marco's freaking out because Dylan hasn't called him yet. And today is our anniversary. And um, yeah. and Ellie says something harsh. She's just like she yeah. basically like is like he's not it's not like he's being a dick. Like he's yeah. not he's clearly not interested in this relationship. Ellie is like fed up with Dylan in the, at this point now. And she's just like trying to like give Marco tough love on yeah. the situation. So she's harsh and Marco bails and then Ellie like rethinks it and she's like, he'll totally call. And, and Alex, Alex laughs. Like, <laughs> it was really good. It's so funny. I, I love them all living together. I know, it's great. Um, and then we are 
Oh, then fucking Peter's talking to Danny and Derek. And he's Ugh. like, I think we had sex. And they're like, you think? And I'm like, why are you telling them anything? Because he's an idiot. And they're like, we're kind of friends. And I'm like, why are you telling someone that you're kind of friends with? Because he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. And he's also confused because he doesn't think they had sex. But he like wants them to have had sex. Yeah. Because and- uh, at least like Derek doesn't say anything. But at least Danny is... And I always flip flop on which one I like more because <laughs> they're mostly terrible. But at least Danny was like, wait, what do you mean you think you had sex? Yeah. Like you either know or you don't. And then know. Derek was like, so you saw her buck naked. Ugh, Ugh. It's so gross. And then Queen Kwan comes in and she's like, guess what? We're reading the Scarlet Letter. And I'm like, of course you are. Uh, of course you are. So is Peter a year younger? Yeah, I think Peter is supposed to be a junior. OK. Yeah. Like, that might have been retconned um, to, like, once they realize, like, oh, we want to keep him longer. <laughs> um, that but makes yeah, sense. I'm pretty sure he is. Um, but then we are at the core, and I guess Jesse and Ellie are back together. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which I'm fine with. I'm also fine with it, obviously. Um, <laughs> Based on the last episode. Um, yep. And... Marco comes by to like pick up a textbook from Ellie or something and starts talking to this guy, Eric. And Ellie is like, Ooh, we should set them up. And Jesse's like, Um, we wait, no, leave me out of this, please. He's like, We should do no such thing. Yeah. And by we, I mean you. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop being, and she's like, Stop being like, nosy. It's not a good idea. And she's like, Right. That means just, that just means we need to be sneaky. And he's like, You're still using the word we. <laughs> Poor Jesse is just like along for this ride. I know. Whether he likes it or not. It makes me so happy happy it's so cute but yeah because she's just like he's like she's like you know he's so hung up on dylan and it sucks and blah 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 and he's like well yeah obviously he's like so he's not gonna like move on to someone else if he's still hung up on dylan especially since they're not technically broken up yeah he's like he's not gonna like go out on a date with someone else he's not gonna like be cool with this setup and she's like so he just won't know it's a setup and i'm like okay oh ellie um but then but she's so cute when she's all mischievous (laughs) Um, and then we're it's after school and Darcy's at the bus stop and Peter comes up to her and she's like he's like are you still mad at me and she's like I wasn't mad at you I was confused and upset about what happened and Dart and Peter is being very understanding and she's like so we agree that was a mistake like we, it can't ever happen again and he's like I don't want to do anything to make you uncomfortable like I'm on board for whatever you want to do and is being surprisingly very respectful of her boundaries which yes. I am glad that he is being respectful of her boundaries Me and she's like but too. you didn't tell anyone right and he's like oh no of course not which like Ugh. liar um but then we're back at Marco's house and he gets a lame anniversary text from Dylan that's all like abbreviated. To which I say, how is Dylan texting from Switzerland? I know that people get like data plans where that they can text, but could but in they- 2007, yeah, I that's don't what know. I'm that would have probably been expensive. Yeah. Um, unless he had some kind of international plan or something. Um, but I don't know how what if those existed back then. Yeah. But then we and then and he's talking to Ellie and he's like I smell pizza and she's like we have guests and uh Jesse and Eric are there and, yeah, and he's like we were like working I guess and yeah and then Ellie's like not subtle and she's like Jesse I wanted to show you that thing over here come see the thing and he's like right I love things <laughs> and he walks away he's just like does not want to be a part of this and Marco's like well that was awkward and Eric is like, yeah, not very subtle about the setup. And Marco's like, well, at least you knew that a setup was happening. And he like kind of he's like, I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend. Well, no, he doesn't even say it like that because because Eric is like, sorry. He's like, you know, sorry. I just I felt like there was something between us. And Marco goes, yeah, there is something between us. My, My boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> to which I'm like, OK, Marco, get yeah. it together. Um, and then Eric is like, I wonder if Ellie and Jesse will let me see that thing too. Like I'm removing myself from this. And then we're at the dot and like Manny and Emma walk in and they start hanging out with Peter and Darcy and it's super weird. Yeah, but they at they're least like, address that it's weird. Yeah. Cause they're like, so we can all be friends. And they're like, yeah, sure. Enough time has passed in the six months since we dated. Like, has it, has it even been that long? I don't even know. Um, but then 
and I'm just sad because Sean's not here. Um, but then we, okay, then after they're like hanging out the dot, they walk outside and no, because Jane comes in. Oh right, right, right. And right. she's like, "Hey, you two, like, because they're making out." Yeah, and she's like, "Get a room. You already did. Oh man, that's like Jane. Be cool." And Darcy's like, "You told her," and he's like, "No." Um, and she's like, "Uh, like the." fuzzy heads outside she's like she's like the two fuzz head twins won't shut up about right. it i know because i wrote down two fuzz head twins because that's a that's really a good description. description yeah and then and darcy's like oh my god i can't believe you and she storms out and he follows her and then peter is like he's putting the pieces together and he's like you are so sure that we had sex but i don't think that we did i don't remember having sex you're sure that you had sex i'm sure that i didn't have sex I think something might have happened and she's and she immediately shuts that down because she doesn't want to believe that anything like that happened. And she definitely already knew. Yeah. Like she she was like just very clearly in denial and like was not even really fooling herself. She was just trying to like convince herself by convincing him. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was just sad, sad to watch. And she lashes out on him while he's saying this and she walks away. Um, and then, and then the next day they're at school and her hair looks great and she is walking and she is helped by Manny and Emma who come swooping in to rescue her. Right. Cause like Danny and Derek are like trying to talk to her and they like shoo them. Yeah. And then Kim oh, comes up to her. Kim. Fucking Kim. Kim comes up to her and she's like being an asshole and she demands the abstinence ring back and she's being a dick and it's oh ugh. I hate her she's being so terrible to Darcy who is clearly very upset already about the situation and it's awful and Kim has clearly never been a real friend to Darcy because she's being a goddamn asshole um and then but then we're at Marco's house. Oh, I forgot to mention this during Fashion Police, but I like his soccer jersey that he wears. Oh, yeah, that was cute. Um, And then Ellie is like, like, Ellie is trying to smooth things over about the setup. And she's like, come on, like, you know he's cute. And she's like, okay, he's really cute. Um, But Dylan, she's like, Dylan is in Europe, which is, like, European for really far away. Like, you should give Eric a chance. And Mark is like, okay, I'll get like one cup of coffee with him. Also, I love when Marco calls her Nash. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Um, and then we're back at school and we're in the hallway and Peter tries to come up to Darcy and Manny's like, shoo, shoo, get away, get away. And is like smacking him and I love it. Um, it's really good. It's great. And then, and then Jane comes over because she is like, you know, that Harry Potter thing, the Gryffindor who like keeps revealing yes. all the main plot <laughs> the lines. Third movie. Yeah. So that's what Jane is. <laughs> that's what Jane is throughout this entire yeah, episode. She's like, hey, guess what? Did you hear the police are looking for this like uh, roofy rapist guy who was around the mountains? There's apparently a serial rapist yeah. like around the mountains, which I respect the Canadian police for actually following through because yeah. rape at parties doesn't get prosecuted a lot. No. And then Manny is immediately concerned. And it's like, Darcy, like, are you sure? Like, what are you? Sh- are you OK? And Darcy's yeah, like. Because Darcy's full on having flashbacks right now. And then she blurts out, glad it was none of us, right? Yeah. And then when Jane walks away, Manny's like. Darcy, are you okay? Do you think this could have been something that happened? And Darcy's like, no, no, no. I remember everything with Peter. It was beautiful. And Manny's like, that's not what you said yesterday. Are you okay? And she's like, I just remember it now. She's like, I just remembered. But then the next. Because Manny points out like, she's like, I just, because Darcy is like, well, the first, I ha- only had one drink, but it really hit me. And Manny's like, that's not really how drinking works. Right. Which is. Not actually Not true. true. I mean, some people have really low tolerances. tolerance. And also, if they're having a really strong drink, and it depends what they're drinking. Yeah. So, that's not really true. Yeah. But I. But she was, like, she... Being drugged and being extremely drunk are, like, a different game. That's true. And this um, scene immediately after is Darcy going to the doctor to get tested for STIs. So, she knows. She already has an idea, and she... This is kind of her latch, last ditch effort to prove herself wrong. But, but I, I think also I think it's, it's just for safety. Yeah, I think it's very 
smart and very responsible of her to be able to go do that. Also, good on Canada for having universal health care. That that is an easy option for all of these people. Seriously. Um, so jealous of Canada. And then the Canada. doctor is like, is, who's drawing her blood and he's giving her all the info. And she's like, and there's no way you can test for pregnancy. And he's like, no, it's too soon for that. Um, and he's trying to talk to her and she's like, are you sure you're okay? Like, do you need to talk to anybody? I can recommend you. He like kind of has an idea that she's lying to him. Cause, cause he's she's, like, cause she admitted that she was really, really drunk. Yeah. And she's like, and she says, no, it was loving and beautiful. And with my boyfriend, Ramon, his yeah. condom broke. Like, okay, yeah. Darcy. And he's like, okay, well I can give you the number of someone you can talk to just in case. And she's like, no, I have a really great support system. It's great. It's fine. I'm fine. And he's clearly doesn't believe her, but there's only so much he can do. And I'm like, oh, I love you, doctor, for trying to help. This is a nice doctor. I know. I'm very proud of the Canadian, uh, like, healthcare system. Healthcare system. I forgot the words because ours is terrible. That yeah. it's just now blurred from my mind to make me feel better. Um, um, but then we're at coffee with Marco and Eric. And Eric is talking about how he, like, takes children camping or something. Because he's <laughs> a sweet pea. Yeah. And he's like, maybe I'll take you into the woods someday or something. And Margo's like, um, no, thanks. And Margo's like, you know what, Eric? I'm trying, but I got to tell you, like, I have a boyfriend. This isn't easy for me. Blah, blah, blah. And Eric is like, you deserve someone who will treat you right. Yada, yada, yada. Which he is not wrong. That's true. It's like, and I'm like, oh, Marco, I love Dylan, too, but he has not been treating you well for a while and maybe it's time for you guys to break up again especially because he's in switzerland like they were doing so well the second time around but it helped that they were near each other distance does not work for them we learned it when Mm -hmm. dylan went to college for the first time um but then we're at darcy's house and manny comes over on the swings and she tells oh wait first when manny enters she says i got your i am which made me so happy (laughs) and darcy tells her that she has chlamydia and then she starts she like breaks down and she's saying i remember somebody on me i remember that they smelled bad and not like peter i just wanted it to be peter so badly because i didn't want what happened to be true and it's very sad and she breaks down and manny is like you need to tell somebody i'm here for you she's just hugging her while she's crying in her arms and i love manny for being there for darcy and she's saying all the right things and And it hurts my little heart oh it's so sad it's so sad and then manny's like you should talk to your parents and i'm like she should definitely talk to a therapist or talk to someone but i'm like i feel like her her parents parents might She's got to, I think she has to work up to her parents because they're so religious. And I, yeah, I'm like, judgy. I feel like her parents are going to be shitty about this. Yeah. But she's like, you need to tell, like, she, I think man, the sentiment behind what Manny was saying is like, you need to tell an adult. You need to, t- you need to tell somebody. Exactly. That I agree with. And then the next day we're at cheer practice and Manny doesn't know where Darcy is and she goes into the bathroom and she sees Darcy in the shower crying and she has cut herself. I forgot that she cut herself in the shower and she had a suicide attempt, essentially. Yeah, I was telling Holland, I remembered this up ep- these episodes really differently for some reason. Because I only saw them, I think, the first time they aired. And I remember Darcy being way more unstable. But, like, her trajectory, like, considering that she went through a trauma is borderline tame. Yeah. Except for the suicide attempt. Yeah. Which, yeah. And, or at least the self-harm. I don't know if it was I, officially I think suicide. I think it's implied that it was a suicide yeah. attempt because it was her wrist. That's true. Um, and then, but then we're at the hospital and Manny and Peter are there. And um, her parents are there and Peter's like, we need to tell them. And Manny's like, no, no, no. Like. We have to let her tell them in her own time. Manny's reading a brochure. She's like trying to educate herself and do the best thing she can do. Because Manny the is the best. She's the fucking best. And love Manny. Darcy's mom comes up to her and is like, do you have any idea why my perfect daughter would do something like this? And Manny just and Manny says she doesn't know because she knows it's not her place to tell her mom. Because she's happened. a good friend. Because she's fucking great. And being sensitive to the healing process of Darcy. 
And then mm-hmm. and then the next day we're at Margot's house again. And apparently the t-shirt store went under. Which, we learned through Paige. Uh, okay. So like real casual about it. It didn't happen earlier, but okay. Um I mean, we were surprised that it was still open. So <laughs> true. And this is when Marco's wearing his shirt that says I'm fantastic. And he's like, I need to call Dylan. And he calls Dylan and he's like, Hey, yes, we're get we have to have like we need to talk. Yes, the talk. Um, and it seems like they're about to break up. Which, which is sad, but it's, like it's about time. Yeah. We already know Dylan doesn't come back. <laughs> they should have broken up when Dylan left for Switzerland. Totally. Um, but then the then we are in Miss Sauvé's office and Darcy is there and she hasn't told her what happened yet, but she's taken the first step to talking to somebody, talking to a mental health professional. And I'm very proud of Darcy. Me too. And Although I'm like, you know, why don't any of these kids go to a therapist? Healthcare in Canada is free. I mean, I don't know. Miss Sauvé's, I think Miss Sauvé is pretty great. I agree that she's great, but like, when does she have the time to see all these kids? I mean, it's her job. <laughs> I know. But like if they're having like a real therapy session, that's like an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. You can probably get checked out of class to do that once a week or something. That makes sense. Um, I'm just trying to figure out the logistics. Like I bet they have like study hall or something that they can do that for. Yeah, that's true. Also, I feel like Miss Sauvé is also more of like a jumping off point for a lot of these kids. And... They, she probably schedules stuff after school and before school and during lunch and, like, when they have time. That makes sense. Um, and, yeah, so then Peter and Manny are waiting for Darcy after uh, her session or whatever. And they give her her abstinence ring back. And they're like, that time didn't count. And it's, and it's a very sweet it's, gesture. It is a really nice gesture. I'm like, oh, and you can tell it meant so it much means so to much her. It meant so much to her. That part made me tear up. I was very, it was very sweet it was really sweet no it definitely like touched my heart it was just very sweet yeah and that's the end of the episode it was a fucking heavy episode it was a lot it was a lot for a season premiere yeah my heart i poor darcy she did not nobody deserves that no i've kind of been dreading this episode too because i'm just like man because the page one really fucked me up this one didn't as much but I just, but it was, it's, it's still so just like, it's, it's still hard. hard to watch. You know, I think this one, I think this one isn't as hard because you don't see it happen. Pages, yeah. you see it happen. And Which that's, I think that's, I think terrifying. that's why it I think was that's more the major like, difference between the two of them. And also she's like awake and fighting back yeah. and it's, and just, this one, it makes sense that they didn't show it because Darcy doesn't remember it happening yeah. because she was drugged. Um, Although it does make me plenty queasy. Yeah. All right. So my spirit squad captain is Manny because she is like the best friend to Darcy. She's great. She's very supportive. She does like all the right things. She's non-judgmental. She is there for her the whole time. I would definitely agree with that. Um, I'm I, you know, I'm also going to give it to Darcy because she does, like, pull herself out of this very quickly. She does. You know, she... I think Darcy deals with it the best that she can. Except, I mean, she had, like, a rock bottom moment. But it's to be... It's, like, understandable how she got there. Um, But, yeah. I think, I think that she is a very strong person. She pulls through better than expected. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, ship of the episode, Ellie and Jesse. Ellie and Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, um, moral, go to an adult if you think something happened. Talk to somebody if you need help. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. If you need help, ask for it. Yes. Don't put things in people's drinks. Don't yeah. leave your drink unattended. That's just equal parts advice. That that's just that's not a moral. That's yeah. just advice, like friendly advice. Don't leave your drink unattended. Moral: Don't put stuff in someone else's drink. You fucking maniac. Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> YouTube comment. Time for some levity. 
um, from, oh my God, <laughs> they have such a good name, Flacky Chan 52 six months ago. At this point, I believe it was Manny's hair that really killed JT. <laughs> oh, her hair is bad. Oh, also, there's a response. Hold on. Can you go back? There was a response to a comment cause about, like, Toby never getting his glow up. <laughs> and then this person's response is, look, he can lose the dad bod, but he needs to keep those lashes. <laughs> <laughs> Toby's got the lashes. Um, all right. I believe we have some grapevine. We have a tweet from Trisha at TV Trisha T. And then she she tweets us and she says, when you look up Shantae, but get Mia and then two crying laughing face emojis. Um, and then she sent a screenshot. She typed in Degrassi Shantae and the first suggested website is like the wiki page for Mia Jones. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Super weird. But I'm like, OK, I mean, I guess that's fair. Um, and then um, and then we have an email from Caitlin, um, our North Dakota listener, who is amazing. Who first she asked us if we've ever listened to You Must Remember This, which, yes, we both have. I think we've recommended it on the podcast before. Probably. But it's great. We lo- I love the Dead Blonde series that's happening right now. Oh, my right God. Now. It's so good. It's all me and my boss talk about. It's great. Um, and then, and that's kind of all she said. Oh, also, she liked our silly fan fiction reading. I think we also got a tweet from louise belcher i can't remember what her twitter handle is on twitter who was a fan of my dramatic man voice so thank you it was <laughs> a delight um and then we also have an email from emily who uh sent us a link to a canadian radio show where joey and caitlin aka pat Mastriani and Stacy Mistison, they have like very complicated last names. Talk about um like the 30 years of Degrassi, which is crazy that this entire entity has been around for 30 years. Um, and she's also Canadian and can answer any of our Canada questions. So whenever we say like maybe it's different in Canada, please feel free to tweet at us and let us know if we're wrong or not, which we probably are. So I haven't listened to the ki- the interview yet, but I'm excited for it. So thank you Me for sending too. that to us. We will definitely listen to it. I'm clicked on it now. It's 19 minutes, so we can't do it right now, but we'll do it later. Oh, no. um, but look at how cute they are. Oh, super cute. It was when she had her short hair. I mean, I think it just happened like now. It's recent. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I, I remember seeing stuff on Instagram, like Stefan Brogren has been posting about it. Oh, yeah. I saw it because it's like the 30 year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you for sending us all that stuff. And if you want to be featured on our grapevine segment, we are on Twitter at Degrassi pod. We're on Instagram at Degrassi pod. We're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. Um, we are on Stitcher and SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, it would be super cool if you could leave us a review, rate, subscribe, and if you leave us a review, we will give you a Degrassi-themed fan fiction on the spot on the podcast. And if you would like to support us in a different kind of way, we're also on Patreon. Um, you might have heard in some previous episodes, um, some of the rewards include like talking to us for 10 minutes on the show or... We'll do a dramatic reading of a fan fiction of your choice or we'll send you like cool behind the scenes stuff like a quick video or some of our episode notes. It's lots of fun stuff. So check us out on Patreon too. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kel Sucks with a Z at the end. And what are you going to recommend today? Um, I'm going to recommend there's an episode of Nerdist with Danny Boyle that was really good. He's the director who made like um, Train Spotting and um, 127 Hours and um, a lot of other stuff that I can just not remember right now because my mind is blank. But it's a really good interview. Um, actually, you know, since it's just like the one thing, I'm going to also recommend a different interview that I really enjoyed lately. Um, Phoebe Robinson was on You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. She's one of the hosts of Two Dope Queens. And she oh, was 
amazing. It was so funny. And like sometimes his podcast can kind of like go on and on because they're like so many hours. Yeah. And it was like two and a half hours, but I didn't like once like check the time. I was like so into it from like jump. It was really good and it was really funny. Yeah, that I need to I still need to listen to that one. I have that one like queued up. Um Um, I'm actually going to recommend the episode before that, uh, which was Mike Birbiglia's fourth time on You Made It Weird, and it was really great, and they talk about Pete Holmes' new show, and they talk about Mike Birbiglia's new stand-up show, which I've, we saw, I think I recommended his stand-up show earlier, and I've been watching Pete Holmes' show, and it's just like a fun comedy friends time. Um, that was a good one. I listened to that also. I love Mike Birbiglia. <laughs> Me too. Um, all right. But that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you for listening. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Mm-hmm.